Hello, and today we're here with Amy Schenkevitz-Scrub. Uh, last, year she, last year she ran as presidential candidate for Empower, uh, though they almost ran as together. Um, and this year she uh, has kind of left that side of politics. Uh, so we're just here for like a, a follow-up interview, just to see how she's going and what's changed and why it's changed. So Amy, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Uh, great. Uh, so Amy, uh, what happened? <laughs> that was such a bad question. <laughs> Rowan, I'm not a journalist. You should be asking questions too. Amy, mm. what happened? Well, we lost a below-the-line campaign, obviously. Um, and I guess after that, I uh, kind of done with politics, really. Um, last year was, like, very exhausting. Um, and uh, by the end of the year, I, I just didn't really want to have anything to do with that. I'd also just um, enrolled in law, and I was like, I really need to focus on study now. Um, didn't want to be one of those people who's like 25 and still still in the first degree. Um, so, yeah, so um, I'm going to focus on uni and just kind of withdrew from politics. And then uh, around the start of the year, uh, I just chose not to, I mean, I was a member of the Labour Party, I think a lot of people know that. Um, and I just didn't renew my membership, uh, didn't want to uh, do any of it anymore. Um, and then yeah, I guess it's not very interesting. Um, and then now, um, I guess I'm kind of back in politics. I, guess, I think I needed the break, um, and I've gotten involved again. I suppose most of my friends are in politics, so it's sort of hard to escape. Um, and yeah, and I'm sure, I guess the most controversial thing about me now is that I'm joining the Liberal Party. So there's that. Yeah, uh, so I, I want to ask about that mm. in, a, in a bit. Um, but maybe it's also interesting to, like, what was it like, just like on a personal level, like, what's like it like to run for president in the student union, right? Like, in terms of, you are saying, like, you needed a break and the stresses, like... Um, look, I think mine was a bit of a unique situation. Uh, I think it's, it, it definitely takes a toll, I think, that people don't consider um, how emotionally exhausting it can be to be involved in student politics. Uh, it gets personal very quickly, and I think especially last year... Um, on the back of the fact that uh, my only experience in student politics had been focus. Um, and so for, what, three, almost three years, or three elections, um, I had been on a joint ticket with people. We didn't really have an opposition. Like, my friends were from both sides of politics. Um, and so it didn't feel as political. And then last year, when it all kind of fell apart, uh, I think that made it a bit more difficult because I developed these friendships and I was very close to a lot of people on the opposite side and suddenly they were like... Oh, you were meant to hate them. Yeah, I was supposed to hate them. And that's really hard um, because you, you understand that it's the game. And I, my, my friends knew that as well. We both knew that it wasn't supposed to be personal. We had to go up against each other, but it still makes it hard um, because suddenly you're supposed to hate those people. And then I think it made it more difficult because, you know, we got knocked below the line and I was a presidential candidate for that ticket and a lot of people were very angry about it and uh, it was kind of like fighting an uphill battle like we were never going to win you know I think we tried really hard but that was never going to be a thing it's incredibly difficult to win below the line I mean the only way we would have is if everyone had been below the line um, so I think by the end of that 
I was just very, very tired. Um, and, you know, kind of just wanted a break and, you know, needed I needed to find a new job. Um, and, you know, I was studying my new degree and I was like, I just think it's good to focus on, like, my career for a little bit um, rather than politics. So. so you're saying it's all in the game. Um, mm. That's that, a way that you... That's a way that you like were able to sort of process uh, mm. a lot of like the the interactions with other the other party. Um, a lot of people sort of criticise that from if you're in salt, for instance, mm. like that's not really a valid way of seeing the world. Mm. Um, do you think that those people have a point? Um, look, my opinion has always been that um, you know I was obviously in Labor and I came from a family that was quite conservative and like liberal voters. Um, and then when I joined politics, I then got involved in focus. And so I got, became friends with a lot of people in the Liberal Party. And so from that, I think I developed an opinion that I hope never changes, that it, I think it's quite important to develop relationships with people that you disagree with, who have different points of view. And especially if you're going to be involved with politics, it actually benefits you to be friends with people from the other side because you want to see the human version, like the human side of it. You want to see those people as people um, and recognise the fact that they might disagree with you on things, but they also have their reasons for having those opinions and, and you respect the reasons that they do. And maybe, you know, over time, you might take on some of the things that they've said and understand that point of view and maybe they'll take on some of the things that you said. And so, you know, looking forward, even like I have friends that who, and I imagine 20 years' time, will probably be MPs. And so for them, I think also in that perspective so you've developed these relationships and friendships over time and so when it comes to actually being in politics maybe you're more open to seeing someone else's side when it comes to like actual policy and I actually think that that's a benefit and that governments run better when you can see that side of it um, and having a slight bipartisan approach I don't think you have to agree on everything you just need to understand the, the other person's side because I mean also when it comes to elections I mean what, 48% of the country is normally going to disagree with the government that has been elected. So that's a significant portion of people and you need to govern all of them. Um, so I don't agree with the fact that I understand that it seems somewhat dismissive for me to be like, oh, well, it's the game. But it's like, that's what it kind of is. You have to separate the fact that, you know, there are going to be times where people that you like but disagree with, you have to go up against them in a certain um, setting, like Stupol. Um, but I don't think it's dismissive to say that that's what that is. It is. You have to put aside the fact that you might care and be friends with them and you disagree with them, but then at the end of the day, we still go and have a beer together and I care about them and they've been there for me for a lot and I've been there for them for a lot. I don't think it's dismissive at all. I think, if anything, um, it's quite narrow-minded to have the position that because this person disagrees with me on this stuff... I could never relate to them on anything or I could never see them as someone that is my peer or my colleague or my friend. Anyway, it's just fine. Um, that was such a good question. <laughs> okay, so uh, in that case, uh, were there actually like ideological reasons why you decided to switch parties? Um, yes. So, uh, I joined Labour when I was 18, um, actually just on a whim. Um, I wasn't recruited by anyone, I literally just joined the party one day. Um, 
and then got an email about a labor event, like a young labor event. Had no idea what young labor was. Rocked up to it. Still to this day, don't don't know how I managed to do that. Um, and then met a few people who uh, went to UQ, and I went to UQ as well. And so you know, became friends with them. Didn't have a lot of friends at uni at the time. Um, so most of my friends were outside of uni. So it was a good opportunity to make friends. And then I got involved in Stupol. And from there, it was kind of like history became a hack. And um, then when I got involved in Focus, again, became friends with a lot of people um, from the other side. And I have a very, I'm a very opinionated person um, and I have very specific opinions about a lot of things. I think that um, there are some opinions that don't necessarily align with what would be typical of the Liberal Party or I have some that wouldn't be typical of the Labour Party. You know, like some of my opinions can be quite, um, I would say, progressive and some are quite conservative. Um, and so it was an un- ongoing joke last year that I was actually a Lib and I shouldn't be in the Labour Party, uh, which I always dismissed. Um, but I think over the last two years, um, a lot has happened personally for me um, in my life, which has definitely affected who I am as a person. I've definitely changed a lot. Um, and I think through that, a lot of my opinions have changed and I've become a lot more confident in some of my opinions. Um, and I think that, that all of that kind of combined sort of... I don't think it swayed me. I don't think it changed who I was. I just think it made me more... Uh, confident in in what I felt um and I think for a very long time I felt like I kind of committed to this one thing and I had to be that one thing and I think after last year it was kind of like a perfect storm where I was just done with everything and I think that was the um the straw that broke the camel's back I suppose was that by the end of the year I was so exhausted I just didn't want to be involved in politics really anymore and so I think because of that it made me more confident in thinking that I could change Whereas previous, I'd been like, no, I, I've committed to this now. I can't just switch to the other side, right? Because everyone's going to be like, well, do you actually believe what you're saying? So did you feel like that was a lot of like personal kickback for the decisions that you made? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I tried... I believe a lot of people won't believe me when I say this. And I think that... Um, that's upsetting, but I understand why. That I tried to... I tried my very hardest to do it the right way, and I understand that people won't... So what does the right way mean? I mean that I really considered my decision when I made it, and I really didn't want to hurt anyone in making that decision. I didn't want to be seen as someone who had just fucked everyone I cared about over. Um, So I really tried to be very open and honest with the people that I was very close to, especially in labor, about the fact that I didn't want to be involved anymore. I was very honest about leaving. I withdrew from everything. I left groups. I didn't, um, you know, I didn't want to be seen as someone who was, like, trying to, like, secretly, you know. Spy on them. Yeah, I I wanted to be very transparent about that because I was trying very hard to, to show that it wasn't me trying to hurt anyone. I I just, I'd made these decisions. Um, And... Yeah, um, you know, I had, there was a very significant period there where I had left the Labour Party and I hadn't, you know, decided to join the Liberal Party. I just was in nothing. Um, And a lot of people that I'd known in Labour didn't really talk to me anymore, but I don't think it was like a, um, 
it wasn't out of animosity, I just think because I wasn't in labor anymore, they just didn't talk to me. Um, but, you know, I had, I had quite like, a few close friends who I still spoke to and still spent time with. And then um, I, when I had started to think about maybe I wanted to join the Liberal Party, um, just a few months ago now, um, I was honest and I said that. I was like, I think I'm going to do it. And I don't know if people just didn't believe me or, or just it hadn't sunk in. And then I think when they did realize, uh, I understand that it um, is hard and that, you know, I guess it seems like like it's personal for them as personal as it is for me as well. And so I suppose, um, I mean, since then, uh, there's a few people that have been really lovely who have been like, you know, we don't, we don't care and we want you to know that like the backlash that you've had is, you know, like we feel bad for you and stuff. And I really, I've really appreciated that. Um, especially some people like I didn't really know that well, you know, we were just acquaintances. Like I've really appreciated that. Um, but I do, I do understand why a lot of my close friends aren't my friends anymore. So. Um, so. Uh, this year you are running again on council. Mm. Um, can you tell us about your tickets and why you're running? Um, yeah, look, uh, we are. Um, oh, we can cut this. Yeah. Do, yeah, um, yeah. Do you think that like losing talent like you is uh, a factor that would make Labour think twice about like making another deal like Focus? Oh, this is a good question. Um, That's why we need Rowan in the room more. Look, if it, if it was me, yes. Uh, I would absolutely not. Uh, I think, for me, I don't think that that was the determining factor. I don't think having friends on the other side is the determining factor of why I left Labour. Um, but it would have made it easier. But it definitely did, because I wouldn't have left Labour if I didn't know anyone else. You know, because I, like I said previously, I, I felt like I committed to this. And, you know, maybe as I'd gotten older and I'd grown up and my views had changed, I felt like I didn't align as well as I had when I was 18, right? And, and so much had happened in my personal life in that period, that, like, three-year period. Um, but, yes, had I not met anyone in the Liberal Party, maybe I would never have considered anything outside of that but then again I, I don't think that you should just be insulated like that I don't think that you should if you have to consider that the only way to keep people in your party is to never expose them to a different idea then maybe you should be looking at how you are recruiting people and what your ideas are and the way that you are um, educating people about them because if you are that scared of losing people because you might, they might meet someone who has a different idea to them. That's in and of itself a problem. Yeah. It, it shouldn't. You should be able to do things like work with people from another side, or um, or have friends from the opposite side, and not fear the fact that those people will change, completely change their opinions. Um, yeah, because I mean, talk to talk to anyone in the Liberal Party. I, I don't think that they would necessarily be scared that their people would move to Labour. I mean, maybe they would, but I mean, I guess it's an interesting question to pose to them. Do they feel that if another deal like Focus went ahead, are they scared that people will sway to the other side? But then also, is that a problem? Is it a problem that being exposed to people from the other side makes you more sympathetic to that idea? 
So last year's election, you guys were like forced below the line, essentially. Um, so do you think that that was like a like a fair thing to happen? And uh, do you, like, have you done anything? I, I need to rephrase this question better. It was like, have you done anything to like change it? Or like structural reform when you part of the committee thing? No, that's kind of boring. No, it's okay. good. Okay. Um, so uh, last year you ran a political land campaign, and this year the uh, there is a ticket called you mm. uh, that is also running a political land mm -hmm. campaign. Uh, what kind of insight can you give into like what it must be like for them? Um, look, I think for you's ticket this year is a bit different to when I was below the line or my ticket was below the line. Because um, in, in my situation, uh, our name was taken and uh, without our knowledge, and we weren't given an opportunity to rectify that, I mean, per the regs. And I think that made it... Uh, very difficult and was, it was quite hard because it was kind of out of our control. It wasn't anything that any one person had done. It was the fact that, you know, we had kind of just been fucked over. Um, and so then, uh, in comparison, you just didn't read the Constitution, which, you know, you probably should do that if you want to run the union. I think, you know, I, I sympathise with them. Uh, it must be really difficult. I know that they've put a lot of effort in. Uh, and you know they really wanted to run this ticket and it's really shitty when that happens because you know you have all of these ideas and you want to be able to run a fair you know campaign and especially when there's what four other tickets running that are all above the line um, but you've got to read the constitution mate it's pretty clear so that's on you <laughs> um, well I think that'll be all. Uh, thank you very much for joining us this afternoon, Amy. Thank you. Thank you very much. God, I hope nothing I said is